I wonder how funny liberals would find it if conservatives just started physically attacking them for their beliefs. Do you think they would, do you think they would laugh like they did on CBS? They said, I'm sure it feels great. Judging from how they responded when a kid in a MAGA hat smirked at one of their darlings, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say a big fat no. Now, indifference to physical attacks on your opponents, it never ends well. And I don't mean for us, by the way, because judging from the fat mongrels throwing these milkshakes, milkshaking, I'm not sure they wanna play this hilarious game with the wrong person who just might kick their ass. And if this ever comes to the States, don't forget, we've got, I'll put it this way, much better self-defense laws. When milkshakes are thrown at right-wingers, it's not just funny, it's hilarious, they say. And we've got writers and TV hosts alike yucking up a storm over this milkshaking trend that doesn't end well for their side. And you've got to wonder, will the side of peace and the side of tolerance have the same breezy attitude when it becomes acid, when they start throwing punches? So we'll get into all of that analysis in a second. But first, I want to talk about our sponsor today, who is Freedom Project Academy. Really excited to tell you guys about them. Constantly, we see these stories about these college kids who are just wimps. I mean, there's no other way to put it. They demand safe spaces. They're rioting because they can't get a handle on opposing viewpoints. And we assume they have been radicalized in the colleges, but it actually starts a lot sooner than that. Right now, there are 50 million kids attending America's public schools, and the left is trying to turn each and every one of them into woke social justice warriors. Not in college, in grade school. Real world skills like reading, Skills like writing, arithmetic, American history, they have been replaced with social justice, gender confusion, and Common Core. Gotta love Common Core. Thankfully, you have a choice, and this is why Freedom Project Academy was created. Freedom Project Academy, it is an accredited classical online school built on Judeo-Christian values for students in kindergarten through high school. A place where your kids learn how to think, not what to think. So go to freedomforschool.com and request your free information packet today. Learn how they've created an online atmosphere, which basically mimics an actual classroom, where students across the country are instructed by live teachers in small classes. Because we guys cannot afford to surrender another generation to left-wing indoctrination. So please request your free packet today, freedomforschool.com. That's freedomforschool.com. All right, so let's watch these idiots on CBS downplay physical violence against political opponents. Brexit party leader Nigel Farage was doused with a milkshake yesterday. That was actually salted caramel, if anyone's wondering. <laughs> he was campaigning. These attacks have come to be known as milkshaking. Now, this follows egging, it yes. follows pieing, there's punching. I don't know, put some of that energy. I know, I'm sure it feels great. I'm yeah. sure people love the yeah, feeling and but, the pictures fly around the world. But, but put some of that en energy into campaigning. Oh, it was salted caramel. <laughs> I mean, the co-hosts, they're laughing in the background. Yeah, this is just one of the many ways. There's egging, there's punching. I mean, you probably, probably shouldn't do it, but <laughs> it's funny. Tom Peck writes at The Independent, Nigel Farage getting hit by a milkshake isn't funny. It's absolutely hilarious. Oh, they condition. They condition, but can they take it? Because something tells me if Trump supporters starting hurling milkshakes at Alejandria Ocasio-Cortez or hurling milkshakes at Maxine Waters, ah, oh, they wouldn't be laughing at it. In fact, 
that person would be sent straight to Guantanamo. There would be no laughing. There would be no, oh, was it strawberry or was it salted caramel? <laughs> no. This milkshaking trend is ridiculous, and it began when Tommy Robinson in the UK was doused as he was campaigning in Northwest England for Britain's EU elections. That's what you get for being a fascist! That's what you get for being a fascist! Now, what a loser. Now, mind you, we're talking about elections that were never supposed to happen because Britain, if you remember, was supposed to leave the EU. Remember that? Remember Brexit? They have Theresa May to thank for that doozy. But to my point earlier, you saw Tommy Robinson, he was having a perfectly civil conversation, but the minute, the minute he gets hit by a foreign object, he becomes a straight up gorilla, starts beating the guy's ass. So I don't know, is it still gonna be hilarious when one of their own ends up with a cracked skull because they milkshaked the wrong guy? Because when you get hit, with a foreign object, you know what? Your body is designed for self-defense mode to kick in immediately. And that's how accidents happen, immediately. Not after, not after some careful thought. Was, was that my face, which was just hit? Should I respond? No, if you get hit with something, you go straight into fight or flight mode. The beta's flight, the alpha's fight. Our self-defense is designed so that you do what you need to do to defend yourself and neutralize the other person before they neutralize you. Now, another instance of this was a YouTuber named Carl Benjamin. He's also running. He had a milkshake thrown at him. And you might know him before he was running the YouTube account, Sargon of Akkad. So it's clearly becoming a habit, a trend. But it's not just happening to the candidates now. It's now happening to their supporters. An elderly guy, a war hero, this guy served in the British Armed Forces for 22 years, was manning a polling station, and he was milkshaked. As Piers Morgan points out, it was done simply because he wants the result of a democratic referendum to be honored. I mean, it is disgusting. It absolutely is disgusting. This guy probably literally fought Nazis. And here you are pretending to be a hero anti-fascist by humiliating an actual hero in public. Oh, aren't you so brave? Aren't you so courageous? I mean, obviously it's not going to stop here. I mean, prog progressives are not going to be happy with just milkshakes. They're progressives, after all. They escalate everything they touch. I mean, when, when has a progressive ever been satisfied? Once they realize something is acceptable, they take it a step further. Remember, remember, it used to be it's okay to punch a Nazi. Well, now it's okay to punch anyone you think might be a Nazi. Progressivism. Remember, for abortion, it used to be safe, legal, rare, now it's we love abortion, abortion whenever you want it. Abortion is empowering. And if you don't think a woman should be able to abort her baby up until the minute she gives birth, then you are a fascist who hates women. Progressivism, remember it used to be Medicare and Medicaid, and then somehow we all ended up with government takeover of healthcare with the Obamacare disaster. Progressivism, remember it used to be federally backed student loans, now it's free college for all. It used to be, we just, want, we just want two men or two women who love each other to do whatever they want in their private lives. It really shouldn't be any of your business. Well, now it's, if you don't use the correct transgender pronouns, we're gonna put your ass in jail. Now it's gay couples, I mean, this is crazy. Now it's gay couples can be heterosexual if they're not gay enough. Do you guys know that? Time cover photo of Mayor Pete Buttigieg and husband is a sign of heterosexuality without straight people, according to a queer essay. Um, what? I, I, I mean, did the definition of heterosexuality change or something?
This queer essayist explains, instead of seeing the possibility of a gay man legs high in the air, this is what they want for a presidential candidate on the cover of Time magazine, legs high in the air, they instead see a house that could be in the Florida suburbs inhabited by a family. Oh no, not a, not a family. Now I think, I think what they're arguing is that because he's not like a flaming drag queen, he doesn't count as gay, I think that's their argument. So I guess, I guess now, if Booty Judge is not in a harness with his husband wearing a leash, they're enforcing heteronormative stereotypes. This is what always happens. You want, you want to talk about normalization. We normalize the left's insane behavior, and then they take it further and further and further. That's how progressivism works. Now, it's milkshakes today, but we're actually already seeing violent attacks against conservatives. Remember, anyone with a MAGA hat is at risk of getting harassed and even physically assaulted in the streets. Students, they're going onto their school buses and the adult on the bus, the bus aide, according to reports, rips the MAGA hat off of a 14-year-old's head and yells at him. An 18-year-old was charged with assault and battery for allegedly demanding his classmate remove his MAGA hat. And what happened when he didn't take it off? The guy knocked the hat off the younger kid's head. It gets worse. An 81-year-old man was assaulted by a far younger dude outside of a shop right in New Jersey. A man was charged in Kentucky for pulling a gun a gun on a couple simply because they were wearing MAGA hats. We've got students being sent home for their MAGA hats. Remember, if you wear a MAGA hat or you have a Trump sign in public, remember you are at risk of looking like this and it's your own fault. You didn't say anything to anybody? You were just walking out or what? I was walking out with a Trump sign and he grabbed my Trump sign and started following me, saying I was like a racist you and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you literally didn't say anything to, to provoke them I was just like, yeah, Trump, Trump. Guy got assaulted, but we're actually already at the point where people are at least saying they do far worse than assault people to our leaders because they disagree with them. What would you do if Donald Trump showed up at the Trump? Murder him? They'd murder the president for the people. I mean, folks, this, does not, this doesn't end well. And like I said, it doesn't end well for the left, ultimately. Because we, we are as peaceful as it comes, all right, until you start attacking us. And we have a constitutional right to defend ourselves when you do. No, we're not, we're not going to shoot you dead over a milkshake, all right? But now that they've normalized that, what's next? Well, I, why, don't, why don't they try piping hot coffee? I mean, milkshaking, after all, doesn't have the same effect anymore. Milkshaking, remember, is hilarious. And the time for hilarious, they will say, is through. Because you know, you know there's going to be some think piece, you know, in Slate or something that argues there is nothing hilarious about Nigel Farage. And so hilarious attacks simply will not do anymore. I mean, it's already here. It's already here. Antifa, they already use acid. They already use urine. They already throw rocks at people. So it's only going to get worse because for the left, it always does. And who ultimately wins in that battle? Hmm? Who ultimately wins? Tell me. The dumpy betas who arm themselves with milkshakes or the people who actually practice their constitutional right to bear real arms? All right, for our out of the house story today, California. California is a mess. And this story is personal for me because I grew up in Southern California. California is probably the most beautiful state in the union and the liberals have ruined it. I mean, they have just ravaged it. It's such a waste on such a beautiful state. 
First though, I wanna tell you about a cruise that's coming up that I actually think you might like. Cause I mean, usually you think cruise ship, you think the Bill Crystals, the Fred Barnes, you think the Steve Haves sitting around eating lobster, talking about all the wars they can't wait to start. Well, this one is much better. You can join folks at Blaze Media like Glenn Beck, Stubergier, David Barton, Rabbi Lapin, and even other special guest appearances from people like Bill O'Reilly on a 14 day adventure next spring in March in the Eastern Mediterranean. On this cruise, you're gonna visit Italy, Croatia, Jerusalem, Israel, Athens, and Greece to explore the roots of Western civilization on a cruise through history. And all you need is your passport and a desire to share your values with the ones you love. Explore Venice, the birthplace of commerce. Explore Greece, the origin of the Republic and democracy. Walk where Jesus and his disciples shared the gospel that sparked Christianity. This is gonna be a cruise like none of the other ones and we are incredibly excited to share it with you. So bring your children, bring your grandchildren and share this amazing experience. Show how this region of the world inspired our constitutions and our fathers to create this grand experiment of America. Show that to your kids and your grandkids. Visit comesailaway.com. Visit today to learn all of the details and the different packages that they're offering. That's comesailaway.com. All right, so California. California has a huge homelessness problem. I mean, you know the homelessness problem that's so bad in San Francisco, they've got apps that let you know where to avoid because there's human poo-poo on the ground. It's called snap crap in Los Angeles where it's so bad they recently had a typhus outbreak. I mean, this is California, not a third world country. Well, Governor Gavin Newsom called his state's homelessness problem a national disgrace. Wait, a national disgrace? A national disgrace? Pretty sure Texas is not responsible for what liberals have done in California. I'm pretty sure North Dakota isn't responsible for what's happening in California. So I think he meant it is a disgrace to the rest of the nation. And I, for one, am embarrassed to be from California because it's embarrassing to know that there are cities still in America where people live like they do in third world countries. It's not right and the progressive Democrats are to blame for it. According to the Department of Housing and Urban Development, 554,000 people were homeless in America in 2017. Want to know how many of those people were in California? 25% of those people were in California. If 25% of the entire nation's homeless people live in your state, that's a bit of a problem. That's a pretty solid indicator that the problem is not with the nation, it's with you, buddy. But calling it a national disgrace is very clever. It's a very progressive thing Newsom is doing here. You see, for progressives, personal responsibility, it's not really their thing, right? When something bad happens, it's because of a much larger, much more abstract force that made it happen. It can't be personal, it can't be the responsibility of the individual. It has nothing to do with California, with their decades of liberal progressive socialist policies encouraging an environment where Skid Row in California, it grows into Skid City, and then that grows into Skid State, which is what California has become. This homelessness problem in California didn't just happen overnight. Kathleen Domingo, who works at the Archdiocese of Los Angeles, she said, we've known that we were going to have a housing shortage for years, and we just didn't prioritize building houses. Well, you didn't. Well, what did you prioritize? They prioritized a $77 billion high-speed railway that would connect Silicon Valley to Hollywood. I mean, doesn't that just sound fab? I mean, you wanna guess what happened, it should come as no shock that the point was so poorly managed and so wasteful that the project was eventually shut down, but you know, of course, only after it wasted billions of dollars. That's the California way. 
Progressivism is a plague on cities, cities like Los Angeles and San Francisco. Progressivism, it just does not work. It never has and it never will. And in California, they have no interest in managing the state in a way that will raise the quality of life for the people living there. They see the way veterans, they see the way mentally ill folks, they see single mothers and their children, they see the way they're being forced out into the streets because of California's excessive regulations and they made it virtually impossible to afford the cost of living for those people, and yet they continue to pass laws that make living there even more expensive. California, they just passed a mandate that will require all new homes to be equipped with solar panels. That sounds wonderful. I mean, this is how virtue signaling progressives make things worse. They get to say, you know what? California is doing its part to fight climate change when really all they really did was just add about 10,000 bucks to the price of every new home. So can someone please tell me how that's going to help homeless families or even the middle class? Another brilliant plan thought up by Governor Newsom is let's show everyone how much California cares about the illegal population. Let's show Donald Trump, orange man, that we do not care for one for his border security policies. Let's take $90 million a year to provide health insurance to illegal immigrants between 19 and 25 years old. And then, you know, the California State Assembly, they come along and they say, no, we're going to do even better than that. Let's show the rest of America how much better we are than them by spending $3.4 billion a year on all illegal immigrants' health insurance. I mean, you could use those billions of dollars to, I don't know, send more garbage collectors out to clean up the huge piles of trash in L.A., the piles of trash that are attracting rats and inviting the spread of diseases. You could spend the money on that. You could spend the money to hire more police officers to patrol areas where drug use is rampant, like Watts and Compton. You could use that money to provide the essential functions of government. Why don't you try that rather than expanding your offices far beyond what they should be focusing on? But they're not going to do it. They won't. And that is why we cannot let these progressives, we cannot let these kinds of people anywhere near the White House in 2020. They will push for the exact same kinds of policies, the exact same ideas that ruined Baltimore, that ruined Chicago, that ruined New York, that ruined Los Angeles and San Francisco, and then it really will be a national disgrace. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.